get some insights in the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Shana Sissel, founder and president at Bannery and Capital Management. Good to see you. Thanks for being on. So, um, you know, I think it's interesting how we had three of the last four months higher for, um, you know, for stocks overall. And so while we were so worried about so many things, at the same time, why does it feel so much better? I feel like we're getting tricked. I'm not sure. You tell us. I think the economic uh, signals have just been more positive than people expected. A lot of people really felt that an aggressive Fed cycle, and I'm one of those people, would push uh, for greater softness in the economy. And while we have seen some softness, the one thing that hasn't really shown any signs of weakness is the employment market. And it's really hard to have any sort of a recession when you have a lot of strength in the employment market. So I think that's really the key here. The consumer has been somewhat resilient, although we did see some softness in December, and there is some reason to be concerned there, and I continue to be concerned for the consumer. But a strong job market is the thing that I think is really keeping the uh, economy stable and keeping us out of a recession. I see. So at this point now, um, are, you think the Fed is likely, I've heard so many different scenarios of what the Fed may do. I mean, I think most people think 25 basis points on the 1st of February. I mean, there are some who are even in the 50 camp. Um, what, what say you? So I'm usually pretty good at uh, predicting what the Fed's going to do, but I, I can honestly say this time around, I'm a little perplexed. We've had some conflicting uh, responses from uh, Fed uh, governors. Some are quite hawkish and, and some are uh, getting more dovish. Uh, I think uh, Chairman um, Powell has really talked about how he wants to continue to be aggressive. Uh, inflation continues to be well above their 2% target. And the job market isn't showing any signs of weakness, which I think is concerning to the Fed, because that is one of the areas they would like to see um, kind of come back a little bit, because you don't want a super tight job market. That's not great for wage inflation. So I, I'm, I'm perplexed myself. I, I think that um, a lot of people, including myself, are going to be paying very close attention on Wednesday to what they do, whether it be 25 basis points or 50. I think the market would be very happy if it's 25 basis points. It would suggest that the Fed sees some softening in the economy, and they really are hoping to get a soft landing, and they're and they're comfortable with where things are. If they go 50 basis points, this tells me that they are willing to sacrifice uh, the economy and go into a recession in an effort to bring inflation back to the 2% target and to get a little more uh, slack in the job market. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's get to some of the things that you like here. So in an economy where things maybe are a little better than we expected in a Fed, let's see if they cooperate or not. But that being said, you do have some tech stocks on your radar, some of which are reporting. Um, what names do you like here? So there's a couple of tech names that I've always had on my radar screen, and it really comes down to fundamentals on whether or not I hold them at any given time. And those are names like some of the semis, like Marvel Technologies, which is a, a name that um, I really like in terms of like a network uh, company spending more time upgrading their overall networks. Uh, NVIDIA, of course, is uh, always a fan favorite, and I am uh, no exception there. Uh, I really like Apple as well. So there's there's some names in tech that I would be a buyer on on weakness. And so uh, those are the some names I'm watching. As you know, Apple is reporting this week. Uh, if it gets back under uh, one 
30-ish, I might take an, a second look again. Uh, but, you know, right now it, it's had some momentum. So we'll see. But those are names I really like right now. And as they get, you know, weaker, if they sell off at all, those are names I would be a buyer of. Right. So so um, just to be clear here, you're looking for pullbacks. So you wouldn't necessarily buy Marvell, a, um, Apple or NVIDIA today. Correct. I, I think I'd like to see they, they had some weakness towards the end of last year and I was a buyer at that time. They've rebounded quite a bit year to date. And so at this point, I'm kind of looking for a better entry point. But I think they're good names. I think I'll get that better entry point. I don't expect these are stocks that are going to take off next week. There's going to be volatility in the market. I am very curious to hear what their forward guidance is, because I think that will tell me a lot about what their business will be like through the rest of the year. And so that's kind of what I'm paying attention to right now. Got it. And then uh, what about Lados and uh, JetBlue? So Lidos, of course, is one of my favorites. It's a mid-cap name. It's a name not a lot of people are talking about. It actually did quite well in 2022. as one of the exceptions. It is a government contractor, uh, very focused on tech technology solutions, cybersecurity. Everybody who goes through the airport will see the Lidos brand name on uh, as they go through security. And so this is a name that has a growing and very profitable health business. Uh, so I really like that name uh, as we will continue to see increasing demand for the types of solutions that they offer. JetBlue is a little controversial. Uh, obviously, airlines are not necessarily everybody's favorite industry, and JetBlue is not necessarily everybody's favorite airline when it comes to the space. But I think it's really interesting. It had a very good uh, earnings report last week. It's trading at about 15 times forward earnings. I personally have always been a um, fan of JetBlue. I think their customer service is excellent. When I used to live in Boston, it was the only airline I would fly uh, because I think they really do have a differentiated business model when it comes to the customer experience. But interestingly enough, where it's currently trading isn't that far off where its IPO price was in, 20, uh, in 2002. And for that reason, I think, you know, the bet here is that it isn't going to go out of business because it's trading like it is. I, I don't think that's going to be the case. And so I think there's upside in this stock. Yeah. And a quick thought on that ETF that you've been adding to the portfolio, MRSK. Tell me about that one, Sheena. So as many people who, uh, who know me and who have watched me before know, I'm a big fan of using alternatives uh, to help uh, risk manage uh, my portfolios. And so this is in addition to my alternative allocation. The reason I am starting to use this particular ETF is because it's adding a little bit of equity beta into my portfolio, but in a risk managed and a hedged way. I do think there's some upside in the market, but I do expect some volatility. So a name like this allows me to participate if the market does move upwards, but it offers me some downside protection should there be volatility along the way. Shanda Sissel, wonderful to see you on this Monday. Thank you. A good setup for this week, a busy one that it will be. Founder and president at Van Rien Capital Management. Thank you.